Well, welcome. It's yet another episode of the Zebra Lounge. Coming at you from Athens, Greece. We are in the... 10th month. 10th month. This is our first podcast of the 10th month. Which would make this number 19. Wowza. 19 episodes. Let me just break something down for you real quick. Break it down. The amount of episodes we're going to do in total here for this year are 24. Yes. And can, does it blow your mind that we're on episode 19? No, 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 19. 19, that's for you, Mr. Pei. 19. How old was he? He was 19. In yeah. Vietnam, he was 19. No, 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 19. Remember that song, Joe Devitt? You're our other listener. And then finally, Steve, we know you're jogging and listening to us. Appreciate you. We know he only does five-minute jogs, and so yeah, we probably I, only will get through. That's why he's minutes. mad that we keep the podcast going a little bit longer than five minutes because it forces him to run long. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he's not a fan of that that exercise, is he? Yeah. So but, thank you to our three listeners out there who are faithful and listening. We appreciate you, three guys. We don't know if anyone else is actually listening to this podcast or not. If you are, can you give us a shout out? And we would love to hear from you. Uh, let us know how this podcast has impacted you and changed your life. <laughs> it's more its more of an experience for us to just be dedicated to something. And we wanted to add the title of podcaster to our resume. Exactly. That's all. Exactly. Yeah. So today we're talking about people who achieve great things are actually specific about the great things that they achieve. Okay. Have you ever heard the term, Marty, a jack of all trades but a master of none? I've heard that, actually. Some people have uh, said that maybe that's me. Really? I'm good at doing many things, but not really good at doing just a few things. And so I would say, and this is the topic of the day, you want to actually narrow down the focus in your life. So the, this is for you, Stripes. I'm imagining an hourglass, okay, everyone? Imagine an hourglass, we know what that looks like, right? It's really wide at the top, narrows down in the middle, and then it becomes wide at the bottom, okay? Mm -hmm. Your life, when you begin, is like the top of the hourglass. And then as you go through school, elementary, middle, and into high school, into your last few years of high school, it's starting to feel very narrow and constricted and very tight. Like, wow, like, where's the freedom in this? But as you learn to ride that wave, learn to go with that flow of, of narrowing down your focus, picking fewer and fewer uh, ambitions once you narrow down that it then opens up again I want to I want to promise you that's gonna happen mm-hmm. so right now you're feeling like wow I gotta I got so many things I could do but what are the things I should do that's the question you need to ask yourself and it becomes pretty important especially for people my age during this time because you've got to start choosing the courses that are gonna lead you in the right direction start uh, maybe pursuing internships or um, looking out for jobs that uh, coincide with what you want to do in your future. And so it does get pretty pretty constricted, you're right. Yeah, so the other day I was at a bakery with Sweetie Nina. That's my wife, for those of you who don't know her nickname. And we were in the bakery and we were having a hard time deciding what pastry out of all the many dozens of pastries we wanted to pick. And Stripes, you know that when you walk into a bakery here in Greece, in Athens, there's a lot of really delicious looking baked goods, sweets available on the racks. They're just sitting in these 
glass cases uh, behind the glass on these trays and they're they're lit up and displayed there they look like they got honey and nougat and cream and chocolate, chocolate and bugatza just sitting there and you could sit there all day and we were sitting there for a long time trying to figure out well do we want this croissant do we want this one we wanted something for our date to enjoy with our coffee but it was just so hard to make a decision and the truth is that not only is it hard to sometimes pick a pastry from a greek bakery but the ambitions in our lives can be the same way there are so many ambitions dreams that you could choose from that we become paralyzed and sometimes it's hard to know where to begin so stripes if this sounds like you i want you to pause and ask yourselves which of all your ambitions are the most beautiful which of all your ambitions all your dreams are the most long lasting that you think are going to last the longest and which of them are going to have the most impact not just on you but on the world around you and so it's going to take some time maybe for you to think those through and discernment and leaning into your parents but it is like walking into the bakery filled with racks and racks of delicious delicious mm. what were those things that Marian brought over for dinner the other day there were like these golden cones filled with those phyllo pastry cones yeah filled with like a creamy vanilla custardy goodness like what you put inside of like a boston cream yeah we put inside a boston cream donut yeah. and, and then you was thicker though and richer and you bite into it it kind of oozed out of the side of your mouth well and for most people who might not eat like that it might not ooze out of the side of their mouth mm. so there's so many of those things available in the racks of the bakeries and that's sometimes what it's like choosing your ambitions and the truth is when it all looks good sometimes it's hard to pick one thing but if you want an ambition that will make a difference if you want a dream to be fulfilled and work towards it it often requires picking a couple of things and deciding you're going to pursue them rather than admiring everything and then doing nothing and sometimes it's hard to like go of certain things because there there are people like myself who enjoy doing a lot of things i love music i love athletics um i love working with video editing but i can't always do everything i have to start nailing it down to one thing or a couple things that i've really put my focus into and it's hard to like go of the other things because it's things that you still enjoy but like you're saying you have to start prioritizing something otherwise you end up doing nothing that's so true and so one of the ways to help you think through this is you need to first identify even what those ambitions are that's the first step right so eventually you want to kind of judge and criticize and analyze the ambitions but first you have to find out what they are some of the things that you want to do with your life some things that maybe in the past um you've had some ambitions that are still sitting on deck they haven't been called to bat Yeah. Do you have any of those that you can think of like some of the ambitions or dreams or plans or goals that you had uh that you were going to do and then you just said, "No, nah, I'm going to park those over here for now." And they're still sitting there and they're kind of staring at you. 
going, hey Maya, when are you going to pick me up again and put me into uh, the game? Um, well, one, one of the things that I started before quarantine, I was disappointed that I couldn't get my driver's license. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hey, I could get my voter's license. I totally forgot about that. That's a good example. And I was very excited about it. I um, There was a, a small fee that you had to pay to start taking the exam and it's online which was really nice and so I began the first one or two chapters and then I was kind of like oh like I guess I'm not really as excited about it anymore because I saw all of the um, content that I had to go through I saw like all of that and I thought I don't even have a boat like what we don't even live near a lake what is this gonna do for me? And it was something that I had put on hold for a while. Luckily, the you get a whole 365 days to take the exam. So um, jumping right back into it isn't a struggle at all, but it just takes that mindset. And so I think that's one of the things that I know I need to pick back up and say, hey, I'm gonna get this done, make it a goal and accomplish it. Execute. Yeah. And get her done. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, you do deserve, I want to just state for the record, for the document, for documentation purposes, you do deserve to be able to get your driving license. Yeah. Right? That's a rite of passage that in our family uh, we think is a noble and good thing. And so we are not resisting that. It's just unfortunate. One of the downsides of living overseas in a foreign land is that it's not easy for you to just go and get your driving license. And the Wuhan virus has actually complicated things because we know that even in Canada, some of the people who made appointments to get their driving licenses have been canceled. They were canceled. There's a backlog. And there's been a backlog on many things in the world right now. There's backlogs on residence permits. We know that for sure. But there's also backlogs on getting your driving license. Mm -hmm. Right? So, yeah, I think you've said it well. So, One of the things that's helpful for me and has been helpful in the past, just so you know, is when I want to do something, I have a dream or a goal or an ambition, I write it down. And so even your mom and I were just talking about this this morning, about some of the ambitions that we have. And one of our ambitions has always been to not just care about ourselves, but to care about other people. And so we look to our master, um, our leader, who is Jesus, and we want to care about the kind of things that he cares about. And so when you read your Bible, as I know that you do, uh, you discover that some of the things that really get Jesus excited, some of Jesus' ambitions, are, are things like helping the hungry people, helping people who are sick, helping thirsty people, helping naked people. Seen any naked people lately? I haven't. Have you? No. But, I mean, you would recognize me if you saw them, right? Yeah, so like sick people and hungry people, sometimes it's harder to see them. I know we've got some homeless hobos who are living on the street not not far from here, and they seem to be hungry. Mm-hmm. There's a guy with a big sign that I just saw on a piece of cardboard. Um, so it's easy to identify them, but those are the kind of people that Jesus said, like widows and orphans and uh, foreigners, refugees. Those are the kind of people that matters uh, to, to Jesus, to God. And so we should care about those kinds of people too. And that's something that your mom and I uh, have said, you know, with our lives, one of our ambitions is to move the needle even just a little bit in the lives of those people. And so that's one of my 
ambitions in life is to is to make sure that my life uh, in following Jesus helps people who are marginalized, who are less fortunate, who don't have all the privileges that I have been given. And so I always want to be almost looking back over my shoulder or I don't want to say down because I'm not looking down at people, but there's people who need a, a helping hand. So we don't want to forget about people who are less fortunate, who are on the margins of of this world that we live in, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's a, that's a big part of what one of my ambitions is. Now, one of the ambitions, you talked about something that you put on hold, you're going to pick up again, mm-hmm. uh, is an evangelist. I love talking about Jesus. Yeah, I know you do. And so I didn't really have the chance to do that in Kenya. Let's just, I'm going to be honest, I had to kind of put that ambition or that desire or that dream like on pause and people say what you're a missionary and you weren't evangelizing well in Kenya when you go up to someone a random person or someone that you know well and say hey how how are you doing with Jesus or how's Jesus they're like oh Jesus great I know him who is Jesus he's the son of God oh and you go to church yeah I go to church and you pray yeah I pray to God and so like it's all in the culture. Everyone's a Christian. And so it's very difficult to evangelize anyone in that kind of environment. Fast forward now through the time in Kenya. Now we're in Greece and we are having conversations, if not daily, like every other day with people about Jesus. And the ambition has suddenly come back to life. And so that's a big part of who I am. I don't know if you know that. Maybe you didn't when we were in Kenya. Well, I think even what you've just said there is that an ambition was brought back to life, not because you have maybe forgotten about it, because the opportunity opened up for it. Right. And so I think that can speak into other people's lives as well, is sometimes the ambitions that you have, you can't exactly um, fulfill because you're just not, the variables don't line up. You, You can't make it happen. And so sometimes it's also important to realize that just like you did. Okay, everyone else here in Kenya is basically Christian. They know who God is. They go to church. They pray. Exactly. They read their Bibles like you do. Every day. Every day. Every single day. Maybe sometimes four times a day. And they... But not just in religious education class, like personal enrichment. Amen, brother. And so sometimes, like, your ambitions, you don't choose to put them on hold. But the circumstances around you put them on hold. And then opportunities open up to put them off hold. To, to pick up. To push hold. play again. Like exactly. they're on pause and you push play again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's me. And so I'm excited about the opportunity to do evangelism once again. And it's not like when it was on pause, I wasn't continuing to develop that. I was. I was doing a lot of reading, I was having conversations with you when you were at Pipsqueak. And trying to evangelize you because here's the truth. I'm going to drop some, like I'm going to deliver some, I'm going to drop the truth bomb. I'm going to deliver some truth meat on honesty bread for our listeners, okay? Your children don't assume because they're growing up in a Christian home that they're Christians, that they're followers of Jesus. That was the mindset I had. I said to myself, I'm not going to be evangelizing strangers and people I meet. I'm going to be evangelizing my own children, my own family. So you don't know this, but you were the... You were the recipient of my evangelistic passion. Oh, I know. I know I was. Mm-hmm. And thanks for doing that. 
yeah, so there you go. Anything else you want to say on this topic? I would just say that um, you don't necessarily have to be entering university or in our my age range to be in the... Um, Picking your ambitions? The, what is that part of the hourglass? The, 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 like the, the thinner, narrower the, part of the hourglass. The waist. The waist of the... You don't, you don't have to be uh, necessarily in that age range to be entering the waist of the hourglass. You could be anybody. Exactly. Any stage or age. And it's just you coming down to that point where you have to start narrowing your ambitions. So maybe for someone older, it's uh, work, um, hanging out with your old man friends. I don't know if you have man friends, right? <laughs> um, or spending that, time. That with, is a good question. Spending time with your family. You have to start. Joe, saying, do you have old man friends? <laughs> you have to start saying, hey, what are my priorities here? And any stage of life, you're going to have to figure those out. It never ends. Never ends? Other thing I would say as you're thinking about your ambitions and you're narrowing down your goals in life, not only be specific, but get real with yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, this is what you want to do. This is what you want to achieve. Don't write down something that you think is the right thing to say. So look for things that uh, you actually want to like speak into your own life about. So if you're going to write something down, like a goal or a dream or ambition, uh, make it real. Don't just write like, I want to be generous. Write down a specific and vivid example about what being generous looks like for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so not some generic, abstract, yeah, I'm going to be more generous, I want to be more generous. Like maybe it's deliver a meal to a needy refugee family in my neighborhood or visit the elderly person who lives two houses over and be generous with your time, be generous with your resources. That kind of generosity is very specific and even giving a, hey, I'm gonna do this once a week for the next month or two months. And being more specific um, will, I think it'll help you remember it because you pass by that house where the elderly lady lives and you go, hey, yeah, this is something that I wanted to do. Whereas if you're generic, just kind of blows off the top of your mind. So yeah, get specific with it. Get real. Figure out those ambitions. Yeah, because because God has planted them inside of you, so it doesn't make them wrong to be ambitious. But again, don't just make them about you and making your life better. Think of ways that you can actually help other people get better at what they want to do. So I'm excited, Marty. Next time we come back, I'd like to hear more about how your evangelizing went, and you can hear more about. How far I've come on my motor's license. There you go. Well, again, we have lots of podcasts in the archives. If you haven't heard them all, please do. Uh, Listen, subscribe if you're not already a subscriber. Thank you to those who already have subscribed. And like us on anchor.fm. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think you're still posting them up there. They should, yeah, they should be on all those platforms. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week on a really... Big podcast episode number 20. That's a milestone. Yeah, it's not in a week, those stripes. It's actually in two weeks. Did I say a week? Yeah, you said we'll see you in a week. We will not see you in a week. We'll see you in two weeks. And as we always sign off, we say hope for the best. We'll plan for the worst.